Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. Searches on this morning for four Americans taken at gunpoint after a shootout in Mexico. Pulling D.C.'s criminal code back from Congress, D.C.'s mayor reacts. I'm Megan Cloherty. How one county is trying to put a stop to illegal dumping. I'm John Doman. Wall Street ended mixed. The Dow was up 40 at the closing bell Monday. The Nasdaq down 13. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Liberty Mutual Insurance. I'm Christopher Cruz in Washington. Large parts of Northern California remain under winter storm warnings with heavy snow expected through tonight. But residents in the southern part of the state are pleading for help. Many are still stranded after last week's record-breaking snowfall. CBS's Jonathan Vigliotti is in Crestline, California. We're stranded. We're imprisoned. We can't get down. We met 73-year-old Carol Wolf, who waited for three hours, and not for herself. The neighbors across the street, they have two little kids. They need we joined Wolf on her nearly one-mile trek back to her snow-clogged neighborhood. I mean, it amazes me. It's been nearly two weeks now. Yes. And this is the state of your road. Yes. We're used to it being plowed the day after. The FBI is offering a $50,000 reward for the safe return of four Americans kidnapped in a Mexican border town Friday and the arrest of the kidnappers. More from CBS's Enrique Acevedo. We talked to high-level Mexican officials. They are operating under the assumption that they are still alive and that uh, at least one of them is still being held captive by by these organizations, uh, if not all of them. American and Mexican officials say the four were caught in a drug-related shootout when they went across the border into the town of Matamoros. Weight Watchers is buying a company whose doctors will be able to provide weight loss drugs to WW members. Sequence, which Weight Watchers is acquiring, is a subscription service that offers telehealth visits with doctors who can prescribe drugs like Ozempic and Wagovi, known to help people lose weight fast. It solves an important pathway, but these are not quote-unquote magic pills. Weight Watchers CEO Seema Sestani says there's more to this new partnership than a quick-fix pill. This is about addressing a chronic condition in the same way that one might think about high cholesterol or hypertension. Yes, you need to make lifestyle changes, but in some cases, lifestyle changes alone are not enough. Matt Piper, CBS News. Why are so many teachers quitting? CBS's Cami McCormick has some answers. Teachers are leaving the classrooms in many states, some are seeing an alarming trend where some left midterm. They cite stress and students' behavior, among other things. In some cases, turnover is at its highest point in five years. The French company Total Energy says fuel deliveries have been halted at its sites in France because of a strike over the government's planned changes to pensions. The company says 64% of its 296 agents at its sites were on strike this morning. Labor unions have vowed to bring France to a standstill to Today, they oppose a plan to increase the retirement age to 64. This is CBS News. Nobody should have to pay for one-size-fits-all insurance coverage. Liberty Mutual customizes your car and home insurance so you only pay for what you need. Liberty Mutual Insurance. Finding great candidates to hire can be like, well trying to find a needle in a haystack. Sure, you can post your job to some job board, but then all you can do is hope the right person comes along. Cancer can feel like something we can't do anything about, but you can. There are screening tests that can catch cancer early when it may be easier to treat. Begin cervical screening at age 25. At 45, start colorectal and breast screening. 
At 50, discuss lung screening with a doctor. Find resources for free and low-cost screening at cancer.org slash get screened. This is a public service message from the American Cancer Society. WTOP at 403. Good Tuesday morning. It is March 7th. 2023. Morning clouds give way to a mostly sunny afternoon this Tuesday. High in the 50s, blustery and cold. We're at 45 right now. Good morning to you. Indeed, Lane. We do indeed thank you for taking us along for your morning ride. Stopping the local stories we're looking at for you as we head into this 4 a.m. hour Tuesday together this morning. The woman killed last week on Friday when a business jet encountered severe turbulence over New England has been identified as a prominent D.C. attorney. 55-year-old Dana Hyde of Cabin John, Maryland, was a former counsel for the 9-11 Commission, which investigated the 2001 terrorist attack on the United States. Hyde also served in the Clinton and Obama administrations. She was among five people aboard an executive jet hit by turbulence while flying from Keene, New Hampshire to Leesburg, Virginia. The National Transportation Safety Board says it's looking at a reported trim issue on the aircraft, the adjustment made on the plane's control surfaces to ensure it's stable and level in flight. Dick Iuliano, WTOP News. Heads up this morning, NORAD, the North American Aerospace Command, plans some military training activity near the district later today, this Tuesday, March 7th. Coast Guard helicopter and a single-engine plane will be aloft late this morning, we're told, as part of the exercise called Falcon Virgo. That's the title. The aircraft could dip as low as 2,500 feet for a time above the ground. So it will be noticeable to some, but NORAD says and stresses this morning it's all part of a series of routine exercises that are planned that they hold in coordination with the FAA. Searches on this morning for the man police say sexually assaulted a young girl locally at Knife Point in Arlington over the weekend Sunday night. Arlington County Police say this morning the girl was attacked in a wooded area at around 9 in the evening along South Four Mile Run Drive. The young girl told police she first noticed the man following her on Columbia Pike after the attack. The man ran off and the girl was able to walk home and get help. Police say at the time of the attack, the man was wearing, last seen, a black jacket and black or gray sweatpants. D.C. Council Chair Phil Middleson is making a last-ditch effort now to withdraw the district's new crime bill. The Senate is expected to vote on the resolution on Wednesday midweek this week, and it's expected to pass. Local officials are weighing in on the revised criminal code. I'm Megan Cloherty. Mayor Muriel Bowser vetoed the city's revised criminal code before the council overrode that veto and sent the bill to Congress for approval. The bill also included two superfluous policies that did not have the proper hearing or vote in the council. One, letting rapists out of prison early, and the second, allowing people charged with misdemeanors to request a trial. Those things are wrong. And so I believe that there are ways to affix that bill. I advanced my recommendations to the council. I spoke to the council at nauseum about um, my objections. But Bowser says as long as Congress has final approval of D.C. bills, we all have to recognize the context that we're working in and be smart about it. In Adams Morgan, Megan Cloherty, WTOP News. WTOP News Time, now 4.07. Illegal dumping of all sorts of trash... And waste has long been a gripe locally, especially in Prince George's County. So could the county soon be catching those crooks in the actual act? Areas around Prince George's County where dumping is known to occur are now being watched a little more closely with hidden surveillance cameras. Tia Rutherford is known as the county's litter czar. They're 24 hours. They're not as sensitive. 
as our other cameras are. So the technology is absolutely going to help us to see very clearly persons and vehicles that are being used in the commission of an environmental crime. The county's Department of the Environment was able to get the cameras through a U.S. Department of Justice grant. John Dome in WTOP News. Good Tuesday morning, March 7th. Welcome into WTLP, where the time now is 4.08. Glad you're with Michael us. Michael and Sons heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and Sons. Right button helps. Traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks at 4.08. Good morning to Rich Hunter in the WTLP Traffic Center. Hi, good morning, Dean. They have stopped traffic on westbound 50 approaching the Bay Bridge. They're clearing out the two-way traffic on the eastbound span. Again, it'll take about 10 to 15 minutes, and then they'll get everything moving again. But for now, westbound 50 stop before you get to the Bay Bridge as they clear out two-way traffic on the eastbound span. Uh, should be wrapping up the overnight work here shortly. We will keep you posted. Now, elsewhere, if you're traveling in Maryland, Bellway through Montgomery and Prince George's County is in pretty good shape again. They are in the process of picking up the work zone, which actually begins on the American Legion Bridge and continues south into Virginia. Getting closer to the bridge now, but they still have a ways to go yet. Two lanes, at least two lanes to the right get you by as you clear what's left of that work zone. Then once you clear the work zone, you're in good shape south through Tyson's and beyond towards Springfield. Nothing else in your way. Now, if you're traveling on uh, 270 in Maryland, southbound from Frederick down to the bubble, you're looking good. Both I-95 and the Baltimore-Washington Parkway free and clear. Uh, no issues so far on I-295 north or DC-295 south headed into the district. Suitland Parkway and South Capitol Street look good. New York Avenue, northeast to northwest, also without early issue. Looking for a safe used car? Fitzgerald Automobile has hundreds of good cars, trucks, and SUVs. Next to a new car, Fitzway used car is best. Visit Fitzmall.com today. Rich Hunter, WTOP Traffic. Storm Team 4 tracking what should be a day about average for this time of year. Average is 53 We're with plenty of sunshine. It'll be okay in the afternoon, but it's going to be rather windy. Winds gusting 20, 30, maybe even 40 miles per hour, making it feel cooler. On Wednesday, cooler still. Highs in the upper 40s to around 50. I'm Storm Team 4, Chief Meteorologist Doug Kammerer. Right now, we're at 45 degrees and holding at our nation's capital. Where the time now on WTOP is 410. Welcome in. You're with Dean Lane on WTOP. Money news at 10 and 40 past the hour on WTOP. Brought to you by Pimpet Credit Union. Great rates for everyone. Let's get a check down from Bloomberg this early morning. This is a Bloomberg Money Minute. Whether it's working full-time or just a side hustle, more Americans may be self-employed than previously thought. A new study from the University of Maryland says 15% of U.S. workers may be independent contractors, twice what the government estimates. The report says many of these workers may be minorities and younger people. Altria Group is moving on after its failed investment in e-cigarette maker Juul Labs. Days after the company's cut ties, Altria has agreed to pay two and three quarter billion dollars for Enjoy. Since 2018, Altria saw its nearly 13 billion dollar investment in Juul dwindle to just 250 million. Moderna is looking beyond its COVID-19 vaccine and a drive for future growth. The company is looking at possible human testing of shots to fight mpox and bird flu later this year as it works on new vaccines based on its messenger RNA technology. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Larry Kofsky on WTOP. When there's not enough coffee in all of Washington to get you going. You've got John and Michelle. Mornings on WTOP News. 
This is WTOP News. High school in Manassas locally now installing security screeners, we're told. The first school actually in Northern Virginia to use this new technology. The screeners at Osborne High are different, actually, than metal detectors. They use artificial intelligence to detect weapons in bags. Students won't have to empty their pockets so they can actually move through the screeners more quickly. They still have to, though, remove their laptops. School officials say it's meant to make students and staff feel safer at school. Schools in Alexandria and Prince William are also considering similar technology for the future. Bird flu continues to be rampant, a big problem in the poultry industry especially. Not only is it making birds sick, it is also driving up the cost of those eggs on your table. And there's concern this morning that avian flu could mutate and eventually spread to humans. This has the White House considering a mass vaccination campaign this week for chickens. Cheryl Gay Stolberg, who covers health policy for the New York Times in Washington, says that while the government is preparing for an outbreak, it is unlikely to actually happen. Experts say bird flu does not transmit easily from person to person. Since this outbreak began in 2022, there have been nine cases of bird flu around the world in humans. Those have mostly been among poultry workers. There's no evidence that it's jumped from person to person. But we always have to be on guard that a virus could mutate and perhaps change and spill over into humans. So it's something that the administration wants to be prepared for. But right now, thinks the likelihood is low. The avian influenza has affected over 50 million birds. That over-the-counter medicine you're taking to tackle your cold may not be as effective as you might think it is. There's research this week suggesting that the drug, the main ingredient it is considered in many of those medications, is not effective. And that's a problem because it ends up delaying effective treatment for consumers besides hurting their pockets. The FDA Food and Drug Administration will hold a meeting on this matter this spring and April to weigh in. So when could we actually see some changes to the drug? CBS News reporter Alexander Tin says it could take some time. The April meeting is going to weigh whether or not there's enough data to suggest that that classification should be revoked, that it's effective. After that happens, we could see in the months following that drug companies will either need to submit additional data to the FDA to show that their drugs are effective or potentially have to change their formulations or pull the drugs from the market. But all those details are going to come in the months and potentially years after the April meeting. So this isn't something that's happening next week. Weight Watchers has been around for decades. We all know that. Helping people try to eat right with their meals to lose weight. Now a change is coming as advised the company Sequence, which offers telehealth visits with doctors. Doctors can also now prescribe weight loss drugs to WW members. Sequence, which Weight Watchers is acquiring, is a subscription service that offers telehealth visits with doctors who can prescribe drugs like Ozempic and Wagovi, known to help people lose weight fast. It solves an important pathway, but these are not quote-unquote magic pills. Weight Watchers CEO Seema Sestani says there's more to this new partnership than a quick-fix pill. This is about addressing a chronic condition in in the same way that one might think about high cholesterol or hypertension, yes, you need to make lifestyle changes, but in some cases, lifestyle changes alone are not enough. Matt Piper, CBS News. You are listening to 103.5 FM at WTOP.com. Traffic in the D.C. region is constantly changing. If you spot a major incident that we're not already reporting, call the WTOP Traffic Center at 866-304-WTOP. That's 866-304-WTOP. 
people are surprised when they actually visit one of Cabinet Discounter's seven showrooms. They expect kitchen and bath displays, but didn't know we manufacture quartz and granite countertops and offer accessories, tile backsplashes, and flooring. At CabinetDiscounters.com, you'll see libraries, entertainment centers, wet bars, fireplace surrounds, hutches, and offices we've created. Call now for a free consultation with an experienced designer. Check it out at CabinetDiscounters.com. Cabinet Put a little spring in your step with great savings rates from Andrews Federal Credit Union. From now through March 31st, you'll earn 3.75% APY on your savings when you open our three-month Spring Forward Share Certificate. Start with as little as $1,000 and watch it grow. Open your new share certificate at Andrews Federal and spring forward towards your savings goals. Get started now at andrewsfcu.org. Andrews Federal Credit Union, federally insured by NCUA, APY equals annual percentage yield. For eligibility and membership requirements, visit andrewsfcu.org. At 416, checking out the world of entertainment on WTOP. Showbiz Express, I'm Ross Crystal. Netflix has added 11 new cast members to the upcoming Shondaland White House murder mystery series titled The Residence. According to Variety, those signing on include Andre Brower, Jason Lee, Bronson Pinchot, and Molly Griggs. The Residence, which stars Uzo Aduba as a consulting detective, is described as a thrilling comedic murder mystery. And it all unfolds at the world's most famous mansion, the White House. The competition is fierce as Grammy Award-winning hip-hop star Chance the Rapper and platinum-selling singer-songwriter Niall Horan claim their red chairs alongside returning coaches Kelly Clarkson and Blake Shelton. This is Shelton's final season, and he recounts a few very special moments on The Voice. You know, the most exciting thing for me as a coach is when every now and then you get that artist that they just don't realize what they're capable of. And it's happened a few times where, you know, in the blind auditions, somebody is okay, and they they feel that response from when a button turns or they look on social media and they see that all of a sudden they have a bunch of new fans, and it builds their confidence. And when you can actually see that change over uh, the course of a season, that's the most exciting thing to me. The Voice airs Monday and Tuesday nights on NBC and streams the next day on Peacock. He's trained some of the brightest and the best. Hollywood acting coach Bernard Hiller is our guest on the next edition of Showbiz Upfront. Available at Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Much more on showbizexpress.com and for the Showbiz Express Network, I'm Ross Crystal. Good Tuesday morning, March 7th, 2023. Welcome to WTLP. Time now is 418. Traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks. First, as always, over to Rich Hunter this morning in the WTLP Traffic Center. All right, wrapping up the overnight work on the Beltway. Looks like they're just about ready to reopen the Interloop Express lanes uh, at the entrance just north of Springfield. Headed towards 66. They've been closed overnight, but again, they are in process of getting that cleared away. Uh, should have those lanes reopen here soon. On the outer loop of the Bellway, clearing the works, and it was between the Legion Bridge to a point beyond Georgetown Pike. They're actually back on the bridge now. Still at least two to the right, getting by maybe three now. But again, just use caution as you come south of River Road down onto the Legion Bridge. They are backing up along the left side, so stay right to get by. And please be careful. Watch your speeds. Uh, in a loop of the Beltway, the work between the Toll Road and Georgetown Pike gone. All lanes are open. They're also picking up pretty rapidly on 66. Uh, the only works on that remains eastbound are at last check where the exit ramps to both northbound and southbound Fairfax County at last check. They were still blocked. You're being diverted to Route 50 as a result. The work near the Beltway just about wrapped up and cleared. Should have all lanes open here momentarily. If you're traveling eastbound on the Toll Road, still haven't got the all clear on the work there where they had the exit ramp to the inner loop closed. Is part of that overnight work on the Beltway, uh, so just be careful there. They were starting to pick up westbound 66 as you head west of Route 7 toward the Beltway. 
Uh, looks like they got the cones out of the roadway. However, there's some work trucks along the right side, and that apparently is creating a little bit of a delay getting to the Beltway westbound on 66, so be careful. Eastern Shore, the overnight work on the Bay Bridge cleared. Westbound, you've got three lanes open. Eastbound, two lanes open. And delays have cleared from where traffic was stopped on the westbound side. Rich Hunter, WTOP Traffic. A much colder pattern is on the way. Temperatures are still in the 40s with some clouds around this morning. A northwest wind will set up shop and blow the clouds out of here. It will be sunny this afternoon with a high of only around 52 degrees. But winds will be gusting over 30 miles per hour this afternoon, staying up overnight tonight and staying up again through the whole day tomorrow. In fact, wind chills by Wednesday morning will be in the teens and low 20s. Today's high 52, only near 50 tomorrow, back to 52 on Thursday, and a cold rain coming by Friday. I'm Storm Team 4, meteorologist Chuck Belford, WTOP. We're at 46 degrees at Fort Belvoir, 46 Foggy Bottom. It is 46 in Silver Spring, and we are looking at 45 degrees in our nation's capital. This check brought to you this morning by New Lacombe Design. If I can find it, I can read it for you. New Lacombe Design, brought to you by New Lacombe Design. Right now, save 50% on all roofing materials and labor. That's newlacombedesign.com. Check them out. Good morning. Welcome in. It's 420 on WTOP. Hey there, it's Luke Garrett with WTOP's DMV Download Podcast. Have you heard of Trank? Or what about zombie drug? Its medical name is xylazine, and it's showing up in Maryland's illicit opiate drug supply. This drug was made to put animals to sleep, but when combined with an opiate, it can cause flesh-decaying wounds. Tune in to the latest episode of the DMV Download Podcast to hear how the state of Maryland is combating this emerging drug. We'll see you there. And on that morning when I wake up, you're with WTOP and Dean Lane. This is WTOP News. Luckily, the man accused of shooting two Baltimore County police officers in early February has been indicted by a grand jury this week. David Linthencum of Cokiesville was indicted on 27 different counts, including attempted first-degree murder. Prosecutors in the case say on February 8th, Linthencum actually opened fire on his father and one officer outside a home after the father called police concerned about his son's mental state. Linthencum actually ran off after then shooting the second officer the next day. When stealing the officer's truck, he was eventually found in neighboring Harford County. Man is dead this morning following a shooting locally in Prince William County. This happened over the weekend, Sunday night. Police say in this case, the two men involved were apparently related. An 80-year-old man is now in custody. Prince William County police say he shot and killed 60-year-old Frank Mateo. It happened at a home along Fullerton Road in Woodbridge. It started with a verbal altercation and then escalated, eventually ending with Mateo being shot. Police are now looking into what led up to the shooting and whether there will be any charges filed. Melissa Howell, WTOP News. Bond has been denied for the former mayor of College Park after he was arrested last week on child porn charges. A defense lawyer for 47-year-old Patrick Wyan tried to argue that the former mayor of College Park was not a risk to anyone following his arrest on 56 charges related to possession and distribution of child pornography. Prosecutors did not agree, spelling out how graphic one of the videos discovered by police was and arguing in court what state's attorney Aisha Braveboy said outside. It creates a demand for those who uh, want uh, to view these types of images. In fact, the assistant state's attorney inside Wyon's attorney admitted the dozen or so people there in support all assumed he was guilty. The judge was unmoved and ordered him held without bond as the case plays out. At the courthouse in Upper Marlboro, John Dome in WT. 
WTOP News. I am married to an employee of Hubbard Radio, Washington, D.C., which owns WTOP. A Fairfax County mother charged with killing her two daughters in their McLean apartment back in 2018 pleads not guilty. Here in circuit court, the judge told potential jurors that Veronica Youngblood plans to plead not guilty by reason of insanity. Youngblood is charged with two counts of murder and gun counts in the deaths of her five-year-old daughter, Brooklyn, and 15-year-old daughter, Sharon. In pretrial arguments, Youngblood's lawyer has said that her client has a long history of mental illness and trauma in her life and planned to die by suicide on the night her daughters were killed. If convicted, Veronica Youngblood could face two life sentences. In Fairfax, Neil Augenstein, WTLP News. You are listening to 103.5 FM at WTOP.com. Data underpins countless mission-critical applications across government agencies, and it's your duty to protect and securely access that vital data from anywhere. MongoDB's purpose-built cloud data platform, Atlas for Government, is now FedRAMP moderate. Authorized and available on AWS GovCloud. Accelerate and simplify time to mission with the ideal solution for building modern data applications. Break down silos, control costs, and scale with ease, all in a secure environment. Learn more at mongodb.com slash atlas for gov. Oh, it's all good. Ever since I met my new friend, Optima Health, I've gotten the spring back in my step. That's because Optima Health understands residents in Northern Virginia want only the good stuff from their health plans. I'm talking about discounts on fitness and wellness programs and products. But that's not all they have to offer. Visit OptimaHealth.com to learn more. Optima Health, a health plan you can count on. It is March 7th. Good Tuesday morning. Glad you're with us here at WTLP at 425. Sports at 25 and 55. Powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. Uh, we check in once again this early morning with Mr. Rob Woodford. The Capitals closed out a four-game road trip with a 4-2 defeat in Los Angeles, in which the Kings outshot the Capitals 19-3 in the first period, Peter Laviolette. They were faster. They were on pucks. They were on the fourth check. They got it into the offensive zone, just fired pucks from everywhere, and that created opportunity. You know, we were second everywhere out there. We weren't quick enough. The Caps fared better in the final two frames, but not well enough to avoid an eighth loss in their last 11 games. The CAA championship game at the ESA will pit Charleston against UNC Wilmington at 7 p.m. The Cougars got by Towson with a big second-half effort. The Seahawks erased an early 12-point deficit to beat Hofstra in overtime. Speaking of Seahawks, Geno Smith has agreed to a three-year deal in Seattle worth a reported $105 million. Derek Carr is signed with the Saints rather than the Jets, getting a four-year deal with a reported $100 million in guaranteed money. No such cash flow for Lamar Jackson in Baltimore. The former unanimous MVP still does not have a new long-term deal, so the Ravens will continue to work right up to the 4 p.m. franchise tag deadline to make that happen. This according to Ozzie Newsom in an interview. Three players were tagged on the eve of the deadline. Jaguars tight end Evan Ingram and running backs Josh Jacobs in Las Vegas and Tony Pollard in Dallas. Rob Woodfork, WTOP.